Well, hello, this is Irene Bissoga Talks. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking time from your busy morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are, if you're watching us on LinkedIn. Please follow us, follow us, comment, like, make sure that your network is familiar with what you're talking about here, because this is a fascinating and very rewarding experience for myself, and I hope for, for my guests, and I hope for everyone who is really part of this community. So if it's LinkedIn, X, YouTube, or wherever. Maybe you're listening to us as a podcast on major podcasting platforms. So please spread, spread the knowledge, spread the good word around. Because again, the leaders, the business entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, you know, tech entrepreneurs, you know, influencers, uh, architects, practitioners I'm speaking with here, really sharing their time and their wisdom. So let's make sure people hear about us. And let's make sure that you're really part of this community, contributing, making your opinion know. So today, I'm extremely privileged. Shandresh decides with me. Shandresh, how are you? I'm good, Erin. How are you? I'm doing incredibly well because, you know what, cloud uh, strategies and cloud optimization has been on my mind for a number of months now, you know, and that's, I guess, it's not a surprise to you because you're an expert, you're a leader in the platforms, in strategies, and actually you're a practitioner yourself. So why don't you, uh, Chandresh, start with trends, you know, the trends that in technology and business that driving cloud optimization today. Yeah, so the cloud optimization is like a great topic uh, nowadays. Uh, many people are like talking about the cloud optimization, cloud cost management. Uh, so right now, if you can see the Gartner's trend, so there are like a few, like two years back, uh, the, there was like a $491 billion. Uh, there was a cloud spend and this year they are predicting it close to $600 billion this year. And uh, by 2025, it could be goes to the trillion dollar cloud spend. So I believe uh, cloud is, is emerging market and uh, many customers and many people are like uh, corporation enterprise, they are moving from uh, on-premise to the cloud now. And uh, I believe uh, if the, everybody's moving to the cloud, then cloud cost optimization is like the biggest challenges for that one. And uh, <clears throat> cloud cost optimization is just not for uh, getting the, uh, saving the cost in the cloud, but it's also saving uh, the resources, uh, like a proper utilization there and uh, how we can get like most uh, uh, cloud cost value out of your that business. This. So this is the one of the trending topics nowadays in the cloud. And uh, uh, this is the, one of the biggest uh, uh, good point as well. Like if you can uh, reduce the cost using uh, different, different cloud cost optimization technique and uh, uh, the FinOps, uh, it's one of the like one of the non-profit organization is also has like many uh, techniques they are supporting and uh, we and I'm already FinOps uh, practitioner and uh, implementing uh, cloud cost optimization techniques and uh, getting the getting the better uh, business outcome and values there. Beautiful. Chandresh, can you share with us some examples maybe of successful cloud optimization strategies that led to significant improvements? Uh, yes, so I can I can definitely uh, share all this information. Uh, so there are like a few examples there. Um, let's say uh, if you have uh, cloud uh, resources spin up in into that EC2 instances 
or if you have resources in like a containerization there or if you use the uh, cloud techniques like in migrate during the migration you use like a lift and shift so um, if you have uh, uh, ec2 instances there i believe like if you can use uh, uh, cost optimization technique in terms of uh, how to use as a commitment based discount you can use uh, uh, there are like multiple uh, techniques to utilization your uh, rate in terms of uh, saving plans or reserve instances you can also check your uh, uh, resources um, efficiency and the metrics and based on those techniques uh, uh, you can definitely save your cost and it will be it will be definitely help you to the billing in like a monthly basis and this is kind of low hanging fruits there and uh, and if you are using like a kubernetes for example as a containerized uh, orchestration engine and then there are there are options to choose as a like uh, spot instances underlying host and uh, it will be give you the biggest uh, cost saving like 80% cost saving in your uh, resources so those kind of uh, things uh, we can definitely implement as a like low hanging fruits and then we can go with the step by step as a uh, so let's say uh, once you already already implemented the first is a crawl step for example in finops to low hanging fruit to reduce the cost and then you can go for the walk step uh, and and check up check the like uh, right sizing so few of the instances is two instances is like uh, not utilized properly then then you can reduce the instance size there and and few of the instances like are utilized then you can you can definitely check your performance because if your uh, intelligence rate is really high then um, then your performance of the application will be goes down so those kind of checks you can definitely uh, keep checking in your daily day-to-day uh, -day job activities because those things help you a lot of uh, in your cost saving uh, like performance benefits and uh, and like uh, proper utilization in your applications Chandresh, what role does observability play in ensuring seamless operations? You know, like preventing downtime in cloud-based infrastructure. I mean, what kind of, again, challenges and uh, yeah, advice you see there that leaders can benefit from? So observability is uh, one of the <clears throat> second challenges, uh, like let's say I can say in the cloud uh, uh, environment. So there are like, uh, resources in AWS or uh, Azure or any other cloud and you already spin up that and uh, if you if you don't have like a proper metric setup then then you are losing a lot of uh, you know the cloud waste and also you can also uh, not utilizing your uh, application properly so the observability is one of the key things uh, when you pull up the data from uh, uh, from like your applications like uh, uh, efficiency, CPU, data, RAM metrics, and uh, through the like a Prometheus, for example, and then you can also create a dashboard in any open source technology like Grafana, or you can also use any third party tools there. And uh, based on that tool, toolings and Grafana things, you can also create a dashboarding, and those things uh, will help you to be properly utilize uh, your applications and resources and uh, servers there. Security concerns persist. And how, in this environment, cloud optimization enhance the overall cybersecurity in the organization? You think? Yeah. So I mean, like once you move to the cloud, the the security is like a top notch primary things. 
because um, let's say for example if you already created resources and you store the data in s3 or any other uh like ebs volumes there and if you don't have like a proper uh, secure your resources in terms of like you don't have like scl properly set up or no security group properly set up uh, then it will be definitely uh intrusion happen and uh, so the main thing is that if you have already the security setup and, and some user or some developer just uh, wide open the permission there then you can easily or immediately get the alert in your system uh, so those kind of uh, observability and the, uh, the security dashboarding things should be set up properly in your environment. Absolutely. You brought developers, okay? And every time I read about FinApps and observability uh, in cloud environment, okay, how the role of everyone just changed in front of us from software engineers, developers, it's testers, everyone. Even. What about this almost personal responsibility for your cloud spend? How does that, you know, mindset changing right now? Yeah, so I mean, like previously when the all the corporation was in the data center, so at the time, whenever the developer ask or engineer ask like resources, they are like get the resources based on the availability of that existing data center resources there and they will like uh, get like a number of uh, virtual machines or um, cpu or ram accordingly and now we are in the cloud so those thing is like unlimited user any like a developer or engineer can create their own aws account or corporate account in and attach to the organization and create like their ec2 instances resources uh, uh, based on like there is unlimited things there so there should be definitely uh, a, there is a, like a, a matrix and uh, uh, observability there. So each and every user, for example, developer, engineer, executives, as well as the product owner, uh, they're all responsible for the AWS costing. So they should have like a proper uh, visualization, like, like a dashboarding things or like observability for each and every uh, part of that pipe, like, pipeline or life cycle there. And they can see the metrics efficiency uh, and, and the costing billing, all this data they can see there. And, and based on that, they can scale up or scale down the applications or, or like they can use the metrics properly. Yep, yep, you brought up the metrics, all right? And of yeah. course, uh, the KPI, metrics and KPI. So which ones? I know people get the reports on tons of tons of different parameters, all right? Different KPIs. So in your experience, right, what are the most critical that, you know, CTOs, CIOs, all the way, you know, managers, team leaders can get a hold of. So which one you found the most effective in the cloud optimization efforts? So, I mean, the C-level executive, they are like mostly prefer the KPI, what, what should be the costing there. They don't like deep dive into the observability part and this, the metrics level things. But like, for example, other as a developer and uh, engineer, they are mostly uh, using like, you know, the CPU RAM matrix and uh, those level of costing there. So there is always gap between the C-level executive and uh, uh, and like a developer or engineer because, uh, and, 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 the, and the few st techniques like a FinOps strategy, few strategy, you can combine those people, uh, like those, those personas into the one, 
uh, dashboarding or one kind of uh, what the platform there so it will be visualization for everybody okay so you can uh, the, the c-level executive can see the costing and the kpi on the executive level dashboard whereas the a developer or engineer can can see the observability and the costing and metrics is there and developer level centric platform there some of the best practices okay that you found because of course every organization have their own approach and in many ways you know the unique requirements their unique needs however common some of them could be but in your experience all right so what are the best practices in terms of like establishing the kpis keeping the kpis because getting the reports getting the numbers you know sometimes it's really destruction okay so how to make it really productive and not necessarily right just damaging the work environment you know what i mean right yes yeah yeah and, and it's absolutely necessary there for example like to say if you are using the cloud and uh, you can definitely track your all the cloud billing and, and and based on that you can forecasting like a yearly basis or probably like a six month basis uh, so there are like a lot of third-party tools coming uh, right now and uh, many people like using those third-party tooling there and based on those tooling you can also create your benchmark for example like what is the last six month uh, billing cloud billing there and and you can drill down that cloud bill like what the service was uh, uh, how much service was used utilized there and and does it like giving the best out best business value or, or not and those kind of uh, based on the service or based on the uh, application level tagging and allocation, you can create a KPI level things and you can keep tracking the KPI in each, each and every month. And those kind of reports should be definitely shared with the executive and uh, uh, responsible personas there. And, and, and I'm sure like, you know, based on like six to eight months of tracking, you can get some like better understanding of your like cloud cost and usage optimization details there. Yep, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So, you know, we cannot talk about cloud optimization without men mentioning emerging technologies, okay? So, which emerging tech or trends should the CTOs, directors, managers, developers, you know, keep an eye on to stay ahead in cloud optimization? Because it's evolving as we speak, don't you think? Right. Yeah, I mean, those things like emerging technologies is definitely helpful to tracking those costs. Let's say uh, all the cloud provider uh, giving you the data uh, for the, all the cloud cost uh, and in each and every services and per minute level or per hour, hour level there. So you have already the historical data there. You can create a dashboarding based on the historical data, but for the prediction and the forecasting thing. So based on that historical data, you can create like emerging technology for AI, ML, and based on past history, you can you can definitely create a prediction for what is the cloud cost for next six months or what is the cloud cost for one next one year. So that's the definitely helpful to create a budgeting and the forecasting things. Beautiful. You, you did mention you did mention AI and machine learning. All right. And again, all eyes are on innovation there. Okay. So how do you see AI changing that landscape? Because it does, right? It does. Yeah, so the cloud cost optimization is observability are basically uh all the like dashboarding and uh, up uh, in the metrics there are, are based out of the historical data and if you can using those uh, emerging technology uh, that will like definitely uh, create a, like a trained models based on your existing information and and based on the existing information like uh, the trained model will definitely uh, 
create like a data science uh, uh, things and you can you can definitely use uh, multiple uh, emerging technology ai ml or any uh, cloud native uh, machine learning algorithms and uh, uh, like a chat GPT like right now and all this what about roles in the organizations okay at least in your experience all right so where this expertise resides in in the like medium to large organizations is it like in every software engineer head or there got to be at some point central excellence maybe some other some other ways to summarize the knowledge and just to be more efficient with approach inside the organization what do you think Right, yeah. So if you if you are like a small to medium organization or or the large organization there, so I mean like there is a there is a, like a teams like uh, you know uh, developer, cloud engineers, cloud uh, finops, or or like cloud DevOps engineer there. And uh, so we we had to be like uh, create like a finops culture or cloud center of excellence uh, uh, team there uh, step by step because the cloud cost billing is is day by day is increasing there. So someone has to be uh, take a control of those cloud cost optimization and and providing the uh, training in 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 their team. So 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 th this kind of thing is is definitely improved uh, day by day your cloud cost optimization and training there. So the training is the most one of the most important thing as well. Uh, and and hiring like you know for external like uh, uh, you know the consultant through through this like FinOps strategy it will be it will be definitely grateful help for for the small to medium organization there. We see the increased demand for AI as a service for cloud optimization purposes. So yes, yeah, as AI is, is definitely uh, emerging technology and it can be helpful uh, for the cloud cost optimization and observability. And, and, and I'm sure uh, I don't see any right now, any product uh, so there are like uh, AI and, uh, and AI and machine learning mostly using for the different different technology, different data as a source data. But I don't see any product which is uh, mainly used for uh, for like uh, uh, cloud cost optimization data or observability platform there. But like I'm sure uh, like people are currently trying to using that for AI and ML for uh, prediction uh, for the next few months and. Uh, and like uh, you know the like forecasting there so those kind of uh, uh, like data prediction and the forecasting the people are using for ai yes. do you see the future i mean i'm not asking you to predict the future i'm asking for your opinion in terms of where cloud optimization will go because frankly the discipline the finaps discipline is relatively new don't you think? I mean, on top of DevOps and financial management, right? So where do you see the future? Because we wanted to mention, you know, this year and beyond. How do you see this area developing for, again, business benefits and for actually practitioners' benefits? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as I mentioned that earlier, uh, the cloud cost and the cloud spend is like day by day increasing. And this year it is almost close to $600 billion. And and in next couple of years, it will be goes to the trillion dollar market. So if the cloud spend is increasing, then the, this cloud cost optimization and has to be like, you know, it's more and more demanding in this year as well as the coming next year as well. So I'm sure uh, like a FinOps strategy, FinOps platform, many people currently using there and uh, they are like trying to build and uh, like more and more robust and mature platform 
for like a, any cloud cost optimization observability. So I'm sure it will be, uh, it's like more trending market in the future. Man. Do you have any career advice, okay, for people who may be thinking, right, about joining the forces and become more knowledgeable than it's like very basic understanding of cloud observability? So do you have any advice for those who are kind of considering to dive deeper? Is it pay, paying off? Is it like good, good opportunity in the marketplace? I mean, how do you see this area developing? Yeah, so this this mark this like uh, pillar is definitely increasing demand right now. So, for example, like if you need to architect your cloud infrastructure, then you need like a cloud architect role there. And and if you have a data pipeline or for example a DevOps pipeline, then you need like a DevOps professional. So those those fields are definitely mature and and like trending demand there. But like other side, if you can see the observability and and the cloud cost uh, pillar there. So those those things is still like you know people are like cloud engineers doing there or you know professional is doing there. But like if your cloud infrastructure is going bigger and bigger, then like cloud cost optimization practitioner or you know practitioner, uh, those kind of like people are definitely demanded in this uh, future. Seeing yes, where yes. industries and sectors are moving. So do you know what are the specific industries uh, where the impact of cloud optimization may be particular pronounced? This is not particularly uh, specific, like a domain things. So mm -hmm. let's say if, if the company is using the cloud, uh, uh, any any of the cloud there and, and the cloud billing and the cost has been increasing, right? And, and so, as a, as a practitioner has to be know that where the cost has been utilized, no matter how it is like finance domain or telecom domain or any other domains there. So this is based on the cloud uh, uses and optimization. So yeah, it is, uh, it's, I'm sure like it will be, uh, the practitioner should be know all these things uh, based on the, you know, historical data and the current uses and metrics and performance accordingly. If you could point out, you know, some of the so, resources. Yes, uh, the FinOps platform, like FinOps.org, uh, it's one of the best platform to learn this FinOps strategy. And uh, FinOps is like uh, multiple uh, certification, like FinOps practitioner, uh, FinOps professional, and there are like other certification as well, like a container and uh, you know other in in Azure, AWS, and so this is like a cloud cloud centric but yes there are like uh, best place to learn all the FinOps strategies in the in that website and other thing let's say if you are like trying to learn the uh, the cloud cost optimization technique in AWS then AWS has also their own documentation and platform like cloud financial management in AWS and I'm sure Azure and cloud, uh, Google Cloud has their own uh, documentation and the blogging site there as well so you can definitely learn it's like different different techniques there or how to optimize the cost, and uh, uh, so the optimizing the cost is uh, is one of the one of the biggest thing as well because a uh, uh, few companies are like uh, using using the techniques, but like uh, for example, like a reservation and uh, you know those kind of co commitment based discount. So those things you can properly see there in documentation, and and people like implement those things. I'm sure it will be help into those uh, uh, websites there. Fantastic, fantastic. For detailed um, information, posts, and just incredible resources, I encourage everyone to follow Chandra's Desai on LinkedIn. 
Okay, I do that, and uh, he's incredibly productive and very well respected in LinkedIn community. So please, please find Chandresh and just you know just become part of his part of his network. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing here. We're really expanding each other's horizons and educating each other, you know, in everything we know. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for Thank knowledge you. and experience you're sharing. Right. In conclusion, would you like to close with maybe with few takeaways? in terms of the most productive strategies, in terms of approaches that you found working so that our audience can remember this conversation by. Right, yeah, so I will definitely uh, talk one point as if uh, the cloud cost optimization observability is, uh, is like a responsibility for uh, developers, engineers, and executive as well. And uh, it will be one of the pillar in the cloud uh, uh, financial management or as well as uh, in, in the observability platform as well. So I'm sure like uh, if we are talking about the cloud architecture, if you're talking about DevOps, then we also need to be talking about the cloud uh, financial management as like a FinOps or as a cloud observability is there. So those things is, is definitely important in into the cloud journey to be uh, utilize the proper resources and uh, uh, make it efficient and sustainability. Yeah. Maybe a few more, I don't know, points before I let you go. Okay. A few more points, you know, how to kind of, you know, self-improve, how to really, if you are already a practitioner, right? If you're just mm -hmm. an engineer who is familiar, right? With the, with the discipline, but not necessarily taking time, right? Maybe a few takeaways and few tips, how just to be more productive on your workplace. So I think uh, if you if you are like uh, already like doing the cloud practitioner in uh, uh, FinOps strategy or the cloud financial management, I'm sure like uh, AWS providing or Azure and Google Cloud providing like like lot of uh, data re regarding the regarding your cloud usage and services, and and those data is is definitely important to analyze, and you can definitely create some kind of dashboarding and AWS also providing like a uh, dashboarding things, you can use all the dashboarding techniques and uh, based on those things, you, you can uh, implement in your like day-to-day -day life. Like let's say for example, it's one of the EC2 instances. So you are tracking cost as well as the CPU matrix and according to like, does it does it underutilize or is it overutilized utilize and, and the cost is uh, properly managed that way or or you have any option there to be convert that into into the like a reserve instance or you have like option to convert into the like a spot instance there so those way you can you can inst like you can like get like maximum uh like application output as well as you can also get the maximum um, biggest like a optimization and uh, resource saving accordingly thank you thank you again so very much andres thank you appreciate it Thank you.